0: You want to see something really scary? What is your favorite scary movie? I'm going to scare the hell out of you. What was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. They're coming to get you, Barbara.
1: When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk near. What's blood for, if
0: not for shedding? Welcome to Fright Night welcome back to jump scare I'm Betty and I'm Chad this month we're celebrating no shave November with Bigfoot
1: movies first up is Willow Creek from 2013 what do you want me to say just keep talking I gotta adjust these levels check one
0: my boyfriend's a big idiot check one.
1: I said that I, I would come on this trip to help you with your film, and it's your birthday, and we're gonna have a great time, but I'm not about to say that I believe in Bigfoot. Hi,
0: I'm in Willow Creek, Mecca to the Bigfoot community. He's all over the place. Oh, there he is. There is a thing we call the curse of Bigfoot. Your friends will all think you're crazy, and you'll spend all of your days searching for something that you never find. I think we're getting close.
1: There's a lot of people back in these woods that just don't like other people in their business. Mm. Turn that thing off. Okay. Lucky for me, I know another way in. We're here. <laughs> ah. <laughs> what is my sock doing in the tree?
0: Oh my god.
1: Look at this. Did you see this? Oh. So I may have just gotten some evidence.
0: So Willow Creek was directed by Bobcat Goldwaite. that's what I said and wow that's a hard thing to wrap your head around because you would not think that he would direct a movie like this he's done some interesting things this is a found footage film and I have to say that I am not a Bigfoot I shouldn't say fan but I'm not a non-believer, but I'm not a believer. Somewhere kind of in the middle. Um, You have some thoughts on the whole Bigfoot thing. My theory is that Bigfoot was an escaped either chimpanzee
1: or gorilla from a circus or a zoo that got loose somewhere in the woods up around the time that the Bigfoot myth started. Somebody saw it. It was walking around on two legs. It was weird. You got to remember most of the people back in that era couldn't read couldn't write they didn't have books they didn't know what monkeys or gorillas were they see this thing out walking around in the woods that had escaped maybe from a circus or a zoo maybe it was walking upright maybe it was wearing clothes for all we know you know they train them to wear clothes in some of those like weird circuses and stuff so maybe they saw this thing wearing a shirt walking through the woods scared the shit out of them. they told everybody about it and the more they talked about it The bigger this thing got, the creepier it got, and the more the legend grew. That's my theory.
0: I think it's a good theory. I mean, it's the one that makes the most sense. I mean, we're not really going to believe that there's some subhuman-esque creature living deep in the woods. Well, it's like the character in this movie says, if Bigfoot's
1: around, why do we never find a dead one? Why do we never find a carcass laying somewhere in the woods? You see footprints, why do we never see a dead one? Makes sense. You find dead deer, you find dead bears in places, but you've never found a dead Bigfoot anywhere.
0: Okay, well, with that thought, even though I said I was not a believer, but I was also not a (laughs) not-believer, I'm in the middle. If there was such thing as a Bigfoot... We would think that it wouldn't be the only Bigfoot. It would have a clan, a family. And because it's a little higher, we're going to assume on the, uh, I want to say evolution train, but... It's a little smarter than a monkey. A little smarter than a monkey, but in that, like, now go on this journey with me. Let's say they do have some type of, like, ritual... Where they do bury their loved ones, not seeing they're all getting dressed in black and they're throwing roses on the coffin, but maybe they have something like that, and that's why we haven't found because they uh, uh, obviously Bambi is not going to bury itself, a bear is not going to bury itself, you know, or bury their loved ones, you know, but maybe something like Bigfoot would.
1: Bigfoot standing at the edge of the thing with a shovel, quietly waiting for everyone to get done. So he can toss the dead Bigfoot into the hole and shovel the earth in around him.
0: And they're playing um, November. What is it? November, November rain. rain.
1: Yeah, they're playing November rain while it happens. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Even then, you think at some point when they're out, somebody digging in the woods, a grave would have washed up. They would have found a Bigfoot skeleton.
0: It's an animal with with claws. It's going to be able to dig deep and fast throw that past so it digs six its feet. own
1: grave before it goes
0: no I'm saying it's loved ones like the people that or the or the other big foot you the know big feet big feets that are around them you know they dig a 20-foot hole and throw the uh, the big foot down in
1: it I'm sorry Larry Sasquatch we're gonna have to dig it we can only dig you a 15foot hole today hopefully no one digs down that deep out <laughs> in the middle of this jungle or forest rather
0: so and also Let's assume that they are living high in the mountains, maybe, like, or in the forest. The altitude, you know, humans don't normally pass through, like, an everyday thing. Look, if there's not a fucking Starbucks or a Target, no one's going up that damn mountain every damn day, okay? Maybe if there's, like, a Starbucks in the middle of the forest, um, maybe. But if there's not, like, who's to say that there is a body, but by the time someone comes across it it's already the bones have already like deteriorated into the ground and you know they're gone i don't know
1: what was it mitch hedberg said that the uh bigfoot is uh blurry it's not the kid photographer's fault bigfoot is just blurry himself that's why he can't get a good picture of him. I can't. maybe it's like that he's the big feet just dissolve when they die maybe they do well turn to ash avengers endgame style and just blow off into the wind
0: This film follows a couple, a boyfriend and a girlfriend, who are going into the woods of Willow Creek in California. And they're shooting a documentary. The boyfriend is a believer. The girlfriend is a skeptic. And you go through the journey of them interviewing the people in the area, which you mentioned are are actual people. Yeah, most of the people there are actual people that, you know, tell their Bigfoot story. I think the big
1: exception to it is uh, Peter Jason, who you'd recognize from a lot of John Carpenter films, shows up as a park ranger that tells a Bigfoot encounter story.
0: So you have that. And then, and you know, how smart and also cost effective for a documentary like you are making a documentary about Bigfoot. So why don't you just you don't have to obviously have like sets and all these make believe things set up. Just go to a place that already exists. Yeah, just go there and film your movie. They already have the backdrop. They already have the photos on the walls. They already have the the maps and the tours and all that. Yeah, for your documentary
1: set. or for the found footage movie, it's a good idea to just go there and use all this for your backdrops. Yeah,
0: well, I was going for that this is deemed like a documentary because mm-hmm. they're documenting, you know, what the Brickfoot journey or whatever to determine whether he's real or not real. Um, You know, you... <laughs> At this same time, I feel like, why would you want to do this? And also, what did they think? So let's let's go down the boyfriend. He's a believer, right? Yeah. He's looking for what six, seven foot man like animal that's out in the woods. What did he think was going to happen? Was he going to go up to him and be like, uh, "Excuse me, Bigfoot," talking to the mic, please. How are you doing? What did you do today? What did you eat today, sir? Like, what What, what was Bigfoot's his frame of mind? Like,
1: well, nothing until now. <laughs> Thank you for bringing both dinner
0: and uh, dessert. Dessert. I don't know what his frame of mind was when he, once he found the Bigfoot, what was going to happen. He didn't bring any weapons. Yeah. He didn't bring barely, barely anything. Like he just wanted to capture it on camera, and then he was gonna run away. Like I think he thought he was just gonna capture like some evidence in the woods of it. They were gonna find some
1: footprints. They were gonna find some, you know, things that would prove that Bigfoot was there, or something that would prove that the, the footage, that because they talked about the what is it the Gimli Patterson footage of the Bigfoot that everybody saw back in the sixties. It's the famous Bigfoot scene where he's walking through the woods and kind of turns and looks through the camera and then walks away. Which I think they've proven was fake now, but I'm not sure on that one. I, yeah, wasn't it like just someone like in a suit? Yeah, I think it was. I have to, I'd have to look it up, but I think they might have proven that one was a fake. Just
0: walking around? But, I mean, obviously it's a fake. Like,
1: come on. My favorite story about any of that, though, was that during Return of the Jedi, they made uh, Peter Mayhew wear an orange safety vest at all times when he wasn't filming. Because they were afraid someone out in the woods would just come by and see him standing around and think he was Bigfoot and take a shot at him. Oh
0: my gosh, that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I saw him at one of the conventions and he told that story. He said he was always nervous while they were filming that someone was just going to walk up on him that was armed and see him, you know, with a group of people in camouflage. Because they were out there wearing those, like, camouflage rebel jackets and just take a shot at him, which would be crazy. Can you imagine? That's how
0: you end up getting killed. As you were dressed like Sasquatch and get shot, <laughs> that's a Darwin Award right there for real. Yeah, the Patterson Gimlin neck because they refer to that many times. Like okay, but it's like 2013. This footage is like super mad old. There's from been like, the 1960s a jillion Bigfoot, you know, documentaries. But so they go and the movie is kind of. It's interesting because it is done very in a documentary style, um, but what I didn't care for was the part of the film, which obviously there has to be kind of something. When we discussed if we were going to be doing Bigfoot films, one, I had never really seen one. Wait, The Legend of Boggy Creek, is that a Bigfoot film? Yes. Okay, that movie's terrible. And I know, whatever, get the hate on. There were so many people love that movie. I think it's fucking boring as hell. But, okay, so I have seen that movie. So I hadn't seen any other Bigfoot movie, oh, besides and Henderson's. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was really wanting to see, like horrific deaths like which sounds really fucked up but i really wanted to see like bigfoot just like just be savagely killing people and i wanted to spot bigfoot like i wanted to see this fucking guy like hello and i should have known going into this like because not only because it was found footage but i probably wasn't gonna see anything and they did kind of pull like a Blair Witch, especially the scene in the tent in the tent, where I'm sorry, but as a woman, and I can't speak for all the women in the world, but I'm not I'm not about the camping already, so that's already a no for me. But I'm here. Let's say I agree to the camping. Okay, cool. And I'm camping, knowing that outside there might be this giant creature roaming the woods. That's not getting me hot. Like, I don't want to have sex. Like, that's... I'm not about that. I don't care if he if he or she or they, like, proposed to me at all. Like, I'm not about it. I'm not going yeah, to be about it.
1: me, that was scarier than the Sasquatch stuff was his awkward marriage proposal with the tent where he's like, Hi, I dragged you out here in the middle of nowhere where you don't want to be. You're doing a Bigfoot documentary with me even though you don't believe... And while you're out here, you want to get married, even though I don't want to move to the same place you do. I don't want to do the same kind of life you have. But go ahead and marry me, please.
0: Yeah, awkward. And then he want to keep the film rolling while they do it, which I understand. Okay. But no, no, that wasn't that wasn't going to be a thing. So they wake up to some weird noises. And I'm going to tell you right now, the first weird fucking noise that I hear, I'm out. Okay. Okay. I know they weren't parked anywhere by the car, which I thought was really stupid. Like, I would have not gotten that deep. I would have, if I had to camp somewhere, I would have camped closer to the car. Maybe like, okay, we're going to go for a walk and walk around and then come back to said point where we're pretty close to the car in case some shit happens. And then when the morning comes again, we can go back, you know, and go to the place where they shot the footage originally. Cool. Cool. But no, but obviously we wouldn't have a movie. And I know I say this all the time because these things in the movies just fucking kill me. So here they are in the tent. They hear the fucking weird noises. We're having, I'm, I'm expecting there to be like the watery, you know, nose shots coming out of the girl. And this bitch is screaming. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Like, don't be screaming. Are you crazy? Like, I understand it's scary, but maybe cover your fucking mouth. I don't know. Don't alert the Bigfoot where you're at. Mind you, he's an animal, so he smelled you from a fucking mile away. Especially because all your pheromones and all your sex smells are out there, like, wavering in the fucking wind.
1: Well, here's the thing that got me to? Like you said, they didn't bring a lot of stuff. Okay, they brought a little tent to sleep in. And they brought some water, I guess. Maybe something to eat. We didn't even really see him eat. So maybe they just brought some like you know, jerky or something. I don't know, but it's 2013 when this was made. GPSs exist. GPSs that would work all the way out there in those woods. They're like based on satellites. If you're gonna go out in the middle of the woods to look for something, that you know might be thing, take a satellite phone that works wherever you're at. Take a GPS
0: that works everywhere. Because the first thing that happens the next day is they're lost. They don't know how to get back. And at least at least it shows the audience like the audience is not stupid because the audience is gonna get freaking mad as hell because it's like hello because it is not fine it's a movie set in the 1980s 90s okay fine we can deal with it but like anything like you said anytime where you ha- do have that technology at least they had it and oh shit it's being jammed or it's failing or we lost signal then it's like oh that sucks okay that happens because it happens to everyone all the yeah. time but to not have nothing? Yeah. And they didn't bring a flare gun. They didn't bring an emergency flare. They didn't bring an actual gun. This woman didn't even bring extra pair of panties. She's just out here with her dirty sex panties all over in the freaking forest where the animals are just yes, running around. the least prepared Bigfoot hunters of all time. Even if they thought, okay, we're not going to run into
1: Bigfoot. The guy earlier, multiple people actually told him, there's bears in the woods. There's mountain lions. There's things you can run into that might kill you besides Bigfoot. Okay, cool. Maybe bring a gun. Bring some of that bear mace that they sell. Bring lots of things to help you out there in the woods. They didn't even bring a knife that I saw, a hatchet, nothing. How are they even going to get camp, you know, to make a fire if they
0: had to? Nothing. They were completely unprepared for this. And then, now, this is the other thing. The movie just ends. Like, I hate when it ends ambiguously. Well, let's talk about it. First of all, you
1: said the scene in the tent where they're hearing a lot of noises and stuff. That goes on for almost 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, because they have nothing else to do in the movie. They already interviewed everyone in the whole damn town. Like, they're stuck in the woods now. Like, what else are we going to show? And they're not going to show you. You don't even see a Bigfoot. Yeah. Like, where's Bigfoot We at? don't see any Bigfoot in the movie where he at, all. at Where he at? He's invisible,
1: Bigfoot, because he is not seen anywhere in this movie at all. Now, the creepy thing that does happen... Like you said, okay, the next day they get out. They try to find... They're looking for... They're just like, well, fuck it. We got to get out of here. They have no idea where they're going. They start off walking at like dawn. And they're still lost. They, you know, they... I don't remember them walking that far the next day. But they're completely lost. They spend hours just walking around in circles. And at no point do they ever try to like signal anyone, call anyone, do anything. They just keep walking around... Until it's night again, and then they're fucked. They're hearing the creepy noises. Bigfoot's coming for them. You know, it's getting weirder and weirder. They finally find the prints in the river. They see actual Bigfoot prints. And then they see one yelling, like growling at them from a bush. They run off into their their hiding. And then... Now this movie's ten years old, so spoiler alerts. Just out of nowhere, they kind of run into a completely naked woman just standing in the middle of the woods.
0: Now it looks like she has her eyes are shown shut. She doesn't have eyelids like or her her clo- eyes are closed somehow they're like shut permanently and like her mouth also looks like it yeah her face looks messed up and she looks like she might be a person
1: that was on a missing poster earlier. She in the is movie. the
0: woman from the missing poster cuz she's like you you did mention she's wearing the same necklace. Yeah. And it is her. It, it is her. But this is where, that, like I said, it, it just ends. So he gets murdered. He dies.
1: You see... We don't see him. You see him get drugged off and you hear, like, gurgling noises. You assume he
0: dies. Yeah, he dies. It costs too much money to show death and all that. So he's he's dead. But the girl, she runs away while he's getting beat the hell up. And she's screaming, like, help me, help me, help me. And then, like, you hear, like, a scuffle. And then you hear the three whooping noises, which is the woman making her crying sounds. The woman with the weird eyes and the mouth. And then the movie ends. But in, like, if you look at the synopsis or whatever, or, like, the details in the movie, it's, like, it says, like, she gets kidnapped. Like she gets taken so by the abducted. big wolf. Yeah, a big wolf. By the Bigfoot. Um and I'm now I'm like, wait a second, well this missing woman is just out here booty naked. Did Bigfoot need some friends? Does he need some Bigfoot wives? Like because how does Bigfoot if we're assuming that there's more than one, how do they copied, like how how are is this they like making a other
1: hills have eyes kind of situation yes. where the big feet are keeping the all the sasquatches are keeping the women as sex slaves out there and using them to reproduce exactly because that bigfoot semen is so strong they just give birth to little baby sasquatches but they all happen to be dudes
0: yes that's exactly what it is for sure because there's no reason for this naked woman to be out there you did have a theory that maybe there was like two one guy that felt very disrespected he was like, don't go up there. This is not a mockery. Like, this is not a game. whatever. He was not about it. But the second one, the second guy that ran up to the car and was, like, threatening them. Yeah, as they were going up to the site, the guy told
1: them initially, like, they a guy was just in the middle of the road and was like, turn the fuck around. Don't go up here. Get out. And, like, you don't know, like, was he warning them because he knew something was bad would happen to him? And he thought, like, I'll be a dick and scare him away. Or was he... Not into them going up there because he thought they might do something. I don't know. It was very ambiguous. You have no idea. And the movie just ends so abruptly that there's no real chance to see what else is going on, you know? I wish it had gone on a little longer, maybe one of the things that always annoy me about found footage movies is, is you never see how the footage was found. Yeah. Like if they, if this had cut to that and then cuts to another group of people saying This footage was found by people who went looking for, you know, the the couple. And they they found their camera out there in the woods and found this. And so far, we've, you know, do something. Do a little bit of follow-up. That's why I think one of my favorite found footage movies is that As Above, So Below. Because that one has an ending. And you see how the footage got back to the world. You see how, you know, the footage that was shot down in the catacombs under paris you get to actually see how this footage came to be brought back for people to watch yeah and you're like oh okay that makes sense i understand that someone did survive and they brought this footage back there's another movie that it's not a great movie but the setup to it and some of the stuff they do is pretty good it's called grave encounters it's a found footage one where they show a guy that you know, something terrible stuff happens to everyone and one guy survives and you see, like, the guy that survives is clearly traumatized by everything and he's just like, yes this is what happened he's completely freaked out by everything so I like that a little better if they actually show you how the footage came to be, you know
0: yeah, I agree yeah, because it's like, how how, how? like, how did it get back how is it a found footage who found it the end. Like, <laughs> who That's found what, this?
1: Uh I like that little documentary they did with um, Blair Witch. It was like a fake documentary to go along oh, with yeah. the fake thing. That, like Curse of the Blair Witch or whatever it was That called. came out
0: before the movie.
1: Yeah. And that was actually better than the movie. Yeah, it was like them showing how they found the footage and everything, talking about it and finding yeah. their cameras and all that. Yeah, I like that. I like that little aspect of it. And nothing else. Just put something like this as a bonus feature on the DVD where they show how they found it, you know?
0: Yeah, I could totally see that, that would be something I would watch. But, you know, for and you know, it's one of those things like it's independent. Of course, it's you know they didn't have a big budget like I understand keeping all this stuff in mind. But I feel like you could have shown a shadow of something.
1: Yes, you could have shown. Surely they had enough money to make a Bigfoot hand. That could have ripped a tent open or been seen like the Bigfoot hand grabs the guy from off camera. You just see the hand grab him or something like that. Or he knows, it's a Bigfoot movie. He's filming the footprints down on the ground and you see the big Sasquatch foot step down right in front of him. Boom. All you had to make is one semi-convincing foot and it would be like, oh, okay, I get it, the Bigfoot's here. Yeah. That's it. That would have been Perfect.
0: I guess because the movie's called Willow Creek, you should already be satisfied it's a movie about Bigfoot. And there was a lot of pictures of Bigfoot in the film. Which part of the way we decided to watch this was uh, a
1: couple of years ago, we went to a Bigfoot museum called Expedition Bigfoot up in Blue Ridge, Georgia. And they actually had some signed posters from Willow Creek up in the Expedition uh, Bigfoot place. Yes. Signed by Bobcat Goldthwait. So he's obviously been there and been around that place. And we're like, you know what, we should watch that because I think I might have seen part of it a long time ago, but I don't, I remembered parts of it it was as it was going on, but I didn't remember how it ended. So, but yeah, so that's why we kind of decided to watch this one was we had seen some, you know, posters for it and thought, okay, we'll check it out.
0: So, if Bigfoot would shave for No Shave November, well, I guess you're not supposed to shave, but let's say December 1st comes around and he's like, I'm going to give it a shave. Does Bigfoot just shave the one part above his lip and then just rocks it like that? Just bare lip? I think so. <laughs> and it's just the rest of his hair. He
1: shaves the rest of his and he's just a big dude.
0: Yeah, he right? Looks
1: like, he just looks like a big, muscly dude that's just, you know oh like he just went to the place and got his stuff waxed
0: maybe that's what happened with all the bigfoots they just decide you know what like they were they they, maybe they stepped into a walgreens and they were like you know what there's a shaver they just stole it because you know that's like a thing and then uh they went about their life and shaved themselves and then just became a human like boom automatic man they're just working jobs places they work nights (laughs) They work in the lumberyards. There you go. (laughs) Boom. That's
1: where all the new lumberjacks come from.
0: (laughs) And they interview him, and he's like, you know what? I was just tired of just walking around, walking around, waiting for someone to take a picture of me.
1: (sighs) All these people now with cell phones, you'd think they would have gotten a real clear picture of me by now. Everybody's got a damn 4K phone in their pocket at all times. But no, weirdly enough, we haven't seen any new Bigfoot footage in years.
0: Yeah, maybe it's like maybe it's like what uh, Mitch uh, Hever said. He's just a blur. He's so just...
1: when they try to take a picture, of him, it just doesn't work out. No. Now I've watched that Bigfoot show that like hunting sasquatch or hunting Bigfoot or whatever it was, and man, some of those people are so eager to believe. They're like, oh look, someone broke into the, the uh, tent over here and stole some food. Oh, that's obviously a sasquatch. Okay. That's a homeless guy. That is a shirtless, long-haired homeless guy. Very clearly. Walks up like a normal person, reaches in and steals the stuff from the tent. That was a homeless guy who stole your food.
0: It might have been Rob Zombie. Yeah. You never know. He's out roaming the woods like a Sasquatch. For sure. If I saw if I saw Rob Zombie roaming the woods, I'd be like boom, there's Sasquatch right there. Or it's just like in that freaking video more human than human or whatever. <laughs> the guy that has a sign like the end is near Have you ever seen that that video or whatever? That guy could have been, like, Rob Zombie's dad. Like, literally 20-plus years later, Rob Zombie has become the man from that video. I have no
1: idea what you're talking about.
0: Oh, you're going to look at this after after the podcast. You're going to look at this photo and be like, okay, that's it. Well, we will be covering another film. And I don't know why I'm going to tell the world right now I don't know why we I thought that we were going to cover both movies at the same podcast but then <laughs> I was like wait that can't be because we said we're going to be covering these a whole month and that's just one but I think it's because I'm just so excited for Thanksgiving to come out <laughs> that I'm just like not even I'm like all focusing on like covering this movie that I've been waiting for for like I don't even know how long. How long has it been? 15 years? Like, it's been a fucking shit long time. Yeah, it's been since 2007. Um, Well, let me say, let me just backtrack. That was never meant to be a movie, obviously. That was just a gag, you know, trailer. Yeah, they did
1: in those Grindhouse movies.
0: But it just, if, like, people just loved it so much that, you know, finally we're, we're, we're getting a film. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm not an Eli Roth fan at all. Like, I could give three fucks about him. But I'm really about this movie. And this movie's going to make me an Eli Roth fan. Let's hope so. I, I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much for joining us in another podcast. Stay tuned to the horror.
1: And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage.